Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. We're starting to receive some support from other independent podcasts. Uh, another, I just brought before we, I logged on tonight. Another uh, podcast um, sent a message like a, they do a little screenshot that they just uh, that they're subscribed to us on Spotify and asked that I do or we do the same. And so I think it's cool, you know. Uh, and we could talk about the big corporate. Um sponsored podcast that's coming on that you know has one minute preview and it already has more ratings than us (laughs) yeah it's uh well we're indie for sure there's no doubt about it and but i I, what i've noticed is that the independent podcasters stick together Mm. i you know i mean i i've nothing but warmth coming from the whole community yeah i just feel like we're part of a community now yeah it's cool yeah our shit's good. I mean, our shit sounds like it's a corporate, you know, mm-hmm. the only thing that's missing is the, you know, ads for a zip recruiter or some bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah, Which we would desperately love. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We will sell out, but. Yeah, that's right. We, we'd hawk the, the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pimp me. Pimp me out. Ready. Right, right. What do we say? What is it? You know, Bob's rental. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I use it. I use Bob's rental. It's really neat to see you know, the support that's out there. Like we're all, I don't know. It's been a long time since I felt that way about any community I was in, frankly. Uh, It's cool. It doesn't feel competitive. It feels supportive, you know, and I think that's the point that this is a new medium and and our audience is limited only, I think, by our, our talent and by our, the tenacity with which we're willing to market ourselves, you know? So it's cool. That's cool. I, I I say we go ahead and make the indie podcast crowd proud, uh, and let's put on a great show. Let's what do, do you it. Think? Let's do it, guys. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Beautiful. And hey, all you fans of indie podcasts, one of the things we have to do is we have to play the ratings game. So if you go over to iTunes and you give us five stars, that helps us move up the rankings, um, so that we can become a big fat Elvis bloated uh, corporate podcast that we want to be. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. We'll never do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like, can I give some specific love to some of these podcasts that have given Please us do. unsolicited shoutouts? So there's one called yeah, yeah. We're the Weird Ones, and nice. you can follow them uh, on the Weird Ones pod on Instagram. Nice. nice. Um, let's see. I, I mentioned uh, Beauty in the Ugly podcast. You know, they, they followed us and gave us a shout out. Beautiful people. Yep. At least some of them. Where where's the friends? Oh, the Tune In podcast. It hasn't launched yet, but instead of Tune In, it's Tune In C H O O N. But that podcast creator uh, said that he listened and that he really enjoyed it, and so that that feedback nice. means a lot. It's not just nice. people checking a box. I feel like we're we're making some real connections here, which is cool. And then we had. I just want to get this last one right. The Dirty Heels podcast, and it's a professional wrestling podcast uh much love to all you guys thank you so much we really appreciate it 
So let's give some love to our fans. We've got some, some listeners who really need let's some help. Go. Speaking of dirty heels. <laughs> I, it seems like we have a lot of questions about how to dominate situations, and this is certainly one of them. Yes. Boo uh, Boo 03, B U B O O, Boo Boo 03 asks us How important is it if you're with your girl to stand your ground when someone is obviously trying to cut in front of you in a line that you've been standing in for some time? For instance, if you're trying to get in a club that could definitely fill up. It's super important. I mean, if you want to call yourself a man and look at yourself in the mirror, you know, that's right. Uh, you know, and, right. And, and let me let me qualify this. It's not just about when you have your girl with you. It's about any time, you know. And it's in and it's whether somebody does it intentionally or unintentionally. Line cutting is one of the scourges on our society. <laughs> That like polio should be wiped from the face of the earth. You know, I I have personally confronted senior citizens in like you know ice cream shops who, who I know they're clueless and they're foolish at times and, and they just kind of wandered in front of me and I'm like excuse me excuse me yeah you know, I was next to get my flurry you know or whatever I was going to get. <laughs> well, it's it's funny, right? Like um, anytime you call someone on line cutting, and I've done it you know many many times. It's always their instant response is, oh, yeah, sorry, and they go away. It's, it's, they don't do anything unless you confront them. Right. Other than that, they're looking for a fight, and you're not going to be able to avoid it anyway. But I haven't had a situation Well, like I got that. into a fight once because of a line-cutting situation. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I tell you, the, the worst lines of my life uh, are or were the yearly St. Patrick's Day parade in Pittsburgh lines. So imagine it. You know, it's frigid. Uh, it's always cold in March in Pittsburgh, usually snowing or freezing rain. <laughs> and it's a bunch of drunk Irish people, like in Market Square, downtown Pittsburgh, yes. drinking all day long, standing around, and the lines to the urinals are endless. Uh, it's like painting a ship. When you get out of the urinal, you get back in line, because you know by the time <laughs> you're going to need to go again, you're going to be right up there at the front. And so I was there, and I was probably 10 people away from going, and some jackass kind of just sidled up to the front of the line. And, and like I could tell the nine or so people in front of me weren't going to say anything. So I was like, dude. And I just called him out. I was like, you know, and I, I was drunk. I admitted it was St. Patrick's Day. I'm celebrating my heritage. You know, I was like, dude, get the fuck to the back of the line. <laughs> and he, he looked at me. He like stared me down, and we stared at each other. And, you know, and it's not a you don't you're not drawing on popular support from the crowd. So <laughs> to your point, Tim, he kind of went away. I, I lost sight of him, but um, I, I must have uh, really upset him because when I got to the porta potty, you know, maybe ten minutes later or so, I'm in there relieving myself, and all of a sudden there was like an all-out assault on the door, like boom, 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 boom. Oh. That's an uncomfortable feeling being oh, inside. Well, it scared the, the shit out of me. You just yeah. never you know. know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it scared me. It startled me. I'm easily startled. Sure. And so um, I loud. immediately, you know, I was still half pissing, but I immediately zipped up and I flung <laughs> that door open and I just came out swinging. And I, I like, I, I kind of fell onto this guy and, and tagged him a few times before the crowd pulled us apart. That's awesome. A little it Irish a, temper, a, man. Yeah, half I mean, water, half piss, mud right outside the urinal. <laughs> well, I felt that I was doing it for the entire crowd. There yeah, you, go, you go, yeah. For yeah, every yeah. little kid in the line whose parents were drunk and, you know, and they had to wait in line. And I wanted to set a, a proper example for people on how to deal with line cutters. Superheroes come in all shapes and sizes. That's so true. And you were one that day. Thank you. 
All right, so Inquisitor911 asks, Hey guys, I have a situation I'd like some advice on. Me and my girl have been together for about a year. We met at work, and she is also a part-time model. She is absolutely beautiful. About two weeks ago, I got invited to my friend's wedding in my hometown. Keep in mind, I had not been back home to see my friends or family for a couple of years. I was really excited to see my friends and to show off my beautiful girlfriend to everyone. The day came, and she wore a very unflattering, casual outfit. She also did not feel like doing her makeup, and her hair was hardly done. She said she did not feel well and did not feeling did not feel like getting, quote, all modeled up. What the fuck? I casually brought it up to her, and she got really mad. Am I wrong for being pissed off? Yeah, I'd say that it's kind of silly. I mean, uh, if she's that attractive, then... What end does it serve to have her all dolled up, I guess? You know what I mean? She's either attractive or she's not. Or, right, is she one of the, yeah, is the, is the, the, um, the difference, you know, that much between putting effort in some makeup and some hair and not? Does she become unattractive at that point? Is she a Snapchat model? Or no, is she no, that's actual, right. I think yeah. you guys are onto something there. Yeah. And, and I thought about it like, you know, part-time model. You know, when somebody's a part-time anything, that, you could you could also you know use the semantic argument that they're a a, a bad whatever they're saying that they are. You know? <laughs> yeah, you never take the best employee and say, yeah, can you do it half the time? Yeah. I'm a full time waiter. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, John, you're doing a, a great job. I'd like you to work uh, half the time. Yeah, exactly. Would. So yep. she probably only, you know, she probably heavy filters, needs a lot of makeup to, to look presentable in, in any sort of a model sense. You know, she probably did a JCPenney ad eight years ago, and she's calling herself a, a model. And he sounds kind of desperate, right, in the, the need to, to show off that, you know, he's achieved this. You know, maybe there's more to it, and, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's how he treats her. Maybe she doesn't like the fact that, that she is a, a trophy and, and she actually went the other way, you know, on purpose. I mean, that, that seems more likely, right? Yeah. Oh, you mean, she, Jack, you think she's that one model in the universe who uh, resents being objectified? I don't, maybe she's not a model. Maybe this guy's just thinks she's a model to him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's a part-time model. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's not even, yeah. Again, she could be a foot model though. We don't really know. It's just true. a part-time model. Good point. And he, he's a part-time fashion photographer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's taking photos of her, you know, and uh, posting yeah. them on his Instagram feed. He's also yeah. a, yeah. Part-time editor for a part-time fashion magazine. That Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe she's a beautiful person, just a beautiful person to be around, right? I mean, well, that doesn't seem to be a concern of his. No, it does not. <laughs> yeah, find a full time model and then get pissed yeah, off. That's she right. There you right? go. Set your sights a little higher, anyway. You know, tell right. her, tell Great. her, you know, you know, teach her a lesson. Tell her, you know what? You can feel like dressing up for the wedding. I've been thinking about it. I need to find myself a full time model girlfriend. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You don't feel like getting all dressed up? Well, I want somebody who that's second fucking nature with for, you know? <laughs> okay, so now, uh, hey, a lot of people are going to be listening to this. This is, we've got Halloween coming up this weekend. I love it. I just wanted to do, this is pretty self-indulgent on my part, but uh, hopefully guys will go along with it. I've just got a few mini scary stories scattered throughout the show tonight. They're just two sentences. Oh, I love uh, it. And I just wanted to share it with you and share it with, the, uh, with all the listeners. And this one, Matt Johnson wrote this. And the scary story goes like this. This murder house tour is bullshit. 
The house of the crazed chiropractor, the house of the fallen weatherman, the house of the ill-formed doomsday cult. Come on. The last stop is a prefab, modern and obviously brand new, and I ask, who was murdered here? Right before the screams. Yeah. Pretty good. It's not bad. Nice little twist. Okay, so now Rob Banana Bread sent us this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is it Rob, that... R-O-B, Banana Bread, or Raw, R-A-W? R-A-W. Oh, nice. Oh, Rob Banana Perfect. Bread. Perfect. Nice. Much better. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which, it's a bit confusing if you spend more than a second or two thinking about it. Yeah. It's a solid still, right? Like, raw banana bread. Yeah, before right? you put it in the oven, it's, it's yeah, something. It's still yeah. a solid, <laughs> yeah. not a but liquid. Yeah, No, uh-uh. raw. Bread right. isn't you a know, liquid. To start, I mean, no, I mean, at one point, it, it, there is liquid, right? Involved. I'm saying it's kind of in that yeah, transition, sure. right? It's not a full-on solid, is Are you it? saying you can't conceive of how bread is created? Jeff? I'm asking if raw banana bread <laughs> is a solid. That's what I'm asking. Do, uh, do you, When you go to Subway and they're putting the bread in the, their little ovens that they use, mm-hmm. are they pouring the bread onto the trays or are they just placing the raw dough onto the, onto the tray? There's your answer. Do they do that in front of us? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that I've witnessed. Oh. Nope. Oh, God, give your dog a seizure medicine. <laughs> give the dog the pill. That's right. No, no, better yet, don't give your dog the pill. You never do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, sorry about the... All right, Rob Banana Bread. Okay, yeah, sorry. it's a good name. Great name. We spent a it lot is. of time That's thinking right. about that. So, <laughs> Rob Banana Bread, RBB asks... Too much. My, my neighbor has two dogs that he leaves outside and allows to bark constantly. Ooh. Sometimes he'll leave, them out, uh, leave with them outside barking even at night. Interested to hear your opinion on a few subtle and maybe not so subtle ways of making this stop. P.S. I do not want to hurt the dogs. Okay, so that leaves out putting Jack in charge of administering their medicines. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. Are you really committed to not hurting them, Rob? Rob Banana Bread? I guess that probably <laughs> yeah, like, would be good to hurt. I, I probably so because they put that in there. So yeah, my they, guess uh, would be that they, they made it a point. They thought of us and then said, "Well, mm-hmm. I, you know." Okay, I don't yeah, hurt. I guess I agree that it's probably wise not to. Although hurt I don't, them. we wouldn't hurt an animal. I mean, and it's that's not, not our, right. Our, it's not the the, no, dog's, not the dog's fault, fault. right? Right. It's the right. asshole, and uh, that's fucking annoying. Or if you want to be a little bit more deliberate. You know, I don't know what kind of dogs they are, but it sounds like they're left outside a lot. So, you you know, if you're the next door neighbor and they're, these dogs are there unsupervised, maybe consider selling them to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go through a rigorous screening process, find a really nice home for them That's... and make some money, you know, and then they're just, they're gone. You know, for sure that they're in a good home. And you've profited. That's tough to beat, actually. That's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's good exactly. for the dogs. Because right, they're liberating those dogs. Right, they're obviously not happy. They're standing there barking <laughs> constantly at something. Like it's not like they're just relaxing happily in the the porch. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? So they're obviously pissed off or concerned about something. That sounds like right. It's that's good for everyone except. The owner, and quite honestly, the owner shouldn't have a fucking dog anyway. So that's a yeah, they don't deserve phenomenal advice. Actually, I think that's that might be my favorite advice so far for this show. Hmm. It's it's up there for sure. Yep, Uh, good advice. I think that's that's really good advice. Thank you. All right, beautiful. So guess what, fellas? Uh, Hmm. Magnificent sent us a note. Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Fucking Uh, Judas. 
<laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> now, uh, he actually, in his note, he actually specifically stated that he needed to keep his identity secret. So, Tur- the Magnificent says, I have a question. I was a part of a management development exercise at work, and I did really well. But the thing is, I was on Adderall the whole time. <laughs> part of me feels guilty, like I cheated. And now my employer is going to get the non-speed freak me when when what they thought they were getting was the tweaked up version. Of course, the obvious answer here is to just take Adderall every day. But I don't want to turn into some sort of strung out 50-year-old dude with no fingernails left who can't take a poop unless they're on speed. Of course, <laughs> he's great. Of course, I'm not going to go to my boss and tell him that I was taking a bunch of Adderall to do well at work, but I still feel sort of guilty at some level. Note that I raced bicycles for many years knowing that everybody around me was cheating, but I still didn't cheat. Am I just being an insufferable worry wart? Yeah, I, I think that uh, it's fair to say that you're worrying too much about it. I'm sure that most people, like Jack, you know, uh, admitted that he, he went to work regularly on uh, copious amounts of illegal drugs. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wouldn't stress about it too much, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, every there's no really very few situations where the actual employment lives up to the what the expectation is from the initial interview or test or anything anyway. So the fact that it was, you know, drugs that helped you uh, achieve what you needed to achieve. Uh, absolutely not. I think you're fine. Um, you know, if you want to, if you feel bad, then maybe, you know, once or twice a week, take some Adderall and that way you can kind of balance it out, right? By the end of the week, you have your down days, you have your up days by the end, it's all balanced out. Maybe the days the boss visits, you know, that he's actually walking around the office, those couple of days you, you go ahead and, and, you know, throw a couple of down that way, you know, it's not such a, a concern in the long run, You're but you still become a functional uh, Adderallist. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, within the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, again, not not just because you have to, or because you want to, or only because you have to. See, I, you know, I think that's good advice. I'm also, uh, but I also believe in the primacy effect. You know, that first impression that you make on somebody is generally the strongest in my professional experience, and so I, I think that um, you could forego the Adderall, and then if your boss ever questions your lack of um, vigor, your lack of oomph, you know, you could blame it on your coworkers and be like, you know what? Well, you know me. You know what a go-getter I am, but these fucking people are bringing me down. <laughs> you know, I'm forced to work with these people, and they've broken me. They, they brought me down. That's not bad. There you, you go. Know. And then I also, I, I do Blame have, someone else. I have a selfish... Always kind of selfish hope that you know you guys remember the movie train spotting oh yeah and yeah, spud oh, yeah. goes on the job interview on speed yeah and you know he, he reports to his friends that it went really well he did very well <laughs> and then you know in the movie flashback they show how it actually went and it was an unmitigated disaster because he was just <laughs> off the wall checked up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's part of me uh, after after the betrayal of this particular listener on our ratings that hopes that uh, <laughs> that that my little fantasy is true, and that his boss was like, "That guy is out of control. I don't feel safe around him. What a maniac!" Where where our listener here has uh, has decided that he did really well. But I think you know from from the panorama of answers that we provided, you you can. Uh, you can try a few there and uh, see which one works best for you. You, you probably, yeah, he probably didn't do as well as you think. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No stress. So next one comes from Pens in the Booty. <laughs> P-E-N-S. In the booty, but ha-ha. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you seem particularly upset by that thing. Not upset. Is there a like, hand in the booty incident that uh, I, I, has left you? Clearly our some. listeners are messing with us with these throwaway handles now. Like, uh, like it's it's obvious that uh, it must have been Sir Ball here, the 14th from last week that really got him going. Still my favorite. <laughs> pens, pens in the booty says guys i love this time of year finally my love of horror and being scared is almost normal i really need some more stuff to be to scare the shit out of myself i loved american horror story are there any books or shows that you'd recommend american horror story is good that's uh, yeah it's, it's scary disturbing i i don't know most people of horror really like stephen king right so many of us were introduced to horror by stephen king sure love stephen king stephen yeah. king is amazing Pet Cemetery was good. Pet Cemetery was was fantastic. Uh, the Shining was great. But I, I'll tell you, Hulu put out this uh, television series called Castle Rock. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it's origin stories for characters that that Stephen King developed. And Stephen King is a part of this. Hmm. And it is really well done. And if you liked Horror Story, uh, American Horror Story, I think you'd really enjoy you get your hands on castle rock they've got two seasons out nice. yeah that was the fictitious town in maine that a lot of his early works were set in castle rock maine. yeah and it's it's just that all the stuff in that stephen king universe is just all there it's it's fantastic so if you're a stephen king fan check it out you like i want to be really genuinely frightened you know that, that I, I have a high standard for being frightened yeah and and i'll tell you the book that to this day uh was the one that actually made me lose sleep that actually made me lie in bed and kind of look around furtively ram stoker's dracula wow that's a classic i read that book in my early 20s and i was genuinely unnerved by it i thought it was so well written and kind of creepy and scary from a more modern book uh, there's a really good book um, called house of leaves by mark danielowski it kind of precurses the found footage type of movie. You know, those paranormal activities and uh, Blair Witch Project, were, which were marketed as purportedly found footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this was a book of the same nature. It was purportedly a, an unpublished manuscript that was found uh, documenting the strange occurrences that had happened inside a house that was that infinitely larger on the inside than it was on the outside and all these strange things. And the book employs a lot of interesting devices. Like there are pages of, of, uh, you know, double struck typeface. There are, it's, it's a crazy book. It's kind of a schizophrenic book, but it, it taken as a whole, it's, it's pretty scary. And then, uh, since we're a podcast, we're talking about scary books and shows. I'll tell you, there's one podcast that had the similar effect on me that Dracula had, which really scared me. Uh, and it's a it's a it's a drama, so it's not a um, a documentary. Although, again, it's like that found footage type of documentary. It's called The Black Tapes. You know, if you're a fan of the X Files, if you're a fan of things about proving or disproving the paranormal, this is really well done and genuinely kind of scary, like to the point where I had to turn on a light a couple of times at night listening to it because I was so unnerved by it. Jack, what about you? Yeah, I don't um I don't really get scared. Um I try, I want to, but it just doesn't really happen. So hmm. interesting. Well, let's let's put in another mini scary story here. Uh, so this one came, comes from Anna North. 
Her story is... I reached into the garage, searching for the light switch. A chill ran down my spine as I touched someone or something's smile. So we've got uh, Quesadilla. K, capital K, S-A-D-I-L-L-A. These guys are great, these people. I like it. It's a good day for names. It is, but wait till you hear what what Quesadilla is doing. Um, I know. Yeah. So it starts out, uh, is it wrong that I steal money from my grandmother? I mean, I take care of her, and I'm the only family member left, so she'll have to leave it to me eventually, so it's kind of like I'm borrowing from myself, right? <laughs> Jesus. Man, I, I pine for the time when I just thought of Quesadilla as a fun person with a humorous <laughs> handle. <laughs> now I can't help but think of them as a, uh, as a felon stealing from the elderly. Huh. How, I mean... How old is grandma? Like, I kind of. <laughs> Jack, you only like younger women. Come on, Jack. <laughs> I know, but she has money. Um, no, but I, <laughs> I kind of. I mean, I guess it's still stealing, but I kind of see his point, right? Like, no, I see his point. Yeah. You know? Well, but I, it begs the question is it, do you even have to steal? You know, or, or would grandma willingly support you or, or or help you financially um yeah i don't know it's a that's a complex one yeah you have to assume she won't right I, I mean i guess you don't have to assume that but you would think that you know hey grandma can i borrow a couple of bucks would come right before hey grandma look over there and then swiping her purse and going around the corner. Yeah. Fucking. Well, I will say, like, if... if Grandmas demands- are easy to trick, though, I will say. Yeah, right. In the whole scheme of things, if you are going to rob somebody, you can get away with robbing a grandma for a longer period of time than a lot of other people. I, I'm, I know. How, how would you do it, Jack? How do you, like, would you just, like, uh, if grandma says, hey, I need you to go to Publix and pick up a few things, you come back and you say, oh, yeah, it was $140, you know? You can, really I mean, that's nine, one way. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, inflation. They don't know any better. They don't pay yeah. attention. Or it's grandma. You walk up and then just, like, you know, knock her glasses off her face and take the card out of her purse. I mean. Well, that's assault. That's assault and battery. In addition no, 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 that- you don't, I didn't say, you don't hit her. Oh. Just the glasses. Just, you know, the glasses. You so knock the glasses off her face. You know what? She's a grandma. You don't even have to do that. You could probably just walk up and grab the card, right? You could just walk up and grab her purse and take her car. You know, it's gone from like petty theft to like strong arm robbery and assault. But not if she doesn't know. That's the if she doesn't know that it's nothing, that it's borrowing. Well, yeah, if she doesn't, if she if she's so out of it that she doesn't know that you ripped her purse off her arm and knocked her glasses off her face, sounds doesn't sound like she's conscious, you know. So you wouldn't have to knock anything out. You could just you know kind of stick your hand I didn't, in. she wasn't at, at costco at the time I, I i assume she was sitting at home comfortably with her purse you know you don't have to beat her up per se you just have to not be noticed and it's grandma so that's not hard anymore right grandmas can't see good they can't hear good mm. i'm just saying you probably shouldn't rob your grandmother how about that is that better <laughs> Greg, uh, speaking of of uh, cr- the crime just escalating very quickly, isn't mm. Jack always the one that talks about? Like we were talking a couple of shows ago about something driving around, and all of a sudden there was a body in the trunk. Oh yeah, Jack really escalates here. 
um, on the crime stuff. Jack is a sociopath. I mean, I think that's what this podcast is revealing <laughs> to me. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I want to get a list of like characteristics of sociopaths. He doesn't feel jealousy. He doesn't feel fear. He has violent fixations and fantasies. He has a dog that is, you know, clinging to life, needing medication, and he routinely blows past the time to give the dog medicine. He's a fucking monster. That's the scariest Halloween story all night. That's right. That's right. Uh, we'll add that. That's part of our stories there. Yep. Let's go to Wicked Lobster. No, oh, nice. Oh, One of your people, nice. too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Matt, Matt Damon's uh, little brother. I don't know if I want to associate myself with this person, but uh, yeah. So Wicked Lobster, <laughs> and it's spelled S-T-A-H at the end, Wicked Lobster. Of course it is. Is it okay to peep at my neighbor sunbathing nude in her backyard? Note, she has a fence, but I have a two-story home. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know why that was a note. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what that meant, what, why that makes a difference or not. I think he's saying that she's not an exhibitionist. Right, I, yeah. She no, has a fence. Right. She's not an exhibitionist. She just, yeah. she's a nudist. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. And, and, but, you know, but I just am in a position, but she must not be a, a smart nudist, though, because, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I... I can see windows that are, you know, have a vantage point on me, and I can conceive of sight yeah. lines, for God's sake. With a, with a guy jerking off in it. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a Tim, another example. Jack's, Jack's escalating it. Right? You know, this, exactly. this guy was just looking at his neighbor, now Jack's jerking off in this scenario. Instantly. Jesus. Right? It just goes there. Yeah. That's monstrous. I mean, every group needs a friend like Jack, right? I mean, that's that's the best part, right? But yeah, yeah, Hitler had Himmler. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you know, does it make you an arch criminal? That I mean, uh, I guess it, it is. Uh, if somebody's an attractive person and, and lying around naked in your sight line. I guess it's fairly human nature to like take a peek for God's sakes. I don't think it makes for you an sure. arch criminal, but yeah. if you start going to like Jack's level of dysfunction, if you're, <laughs> if you're relieving yourself and then le- creating care packages from what l- you leave behind, uh, then, yeah, then yeah, that would be yeah, no, who's awesome. escalating there. Well, no, again, I'm trying to I'm taking Jack's uh, germ of a thought and running with it, you know? What about what if there's a curtain? What if there's a curtain? What are you, Jack? Are you saying what if there's a curtain? Does that make it more or less acceptable? I don't know. Yeah, is it more acceptable to jerk off behind a curtain while watching her out the window? Yeah, I guess if that's the only two choices, if you're going to jerk off and one is with a curtain and one without, yeah, I guess it would be more acceptable to do with a curtain. I guess that would be the polite thing to do. If those are the only two options, I must jerk off. You know, uh, my only dilemma is to do, should I get some Bed Bath Beyond curtains or should I just hope that, you know, she's as dumb as I think she is because she doesn't seem to realize that I have a window that has a perfect vantage point to her backyard. I don't know. Uh, so I guess the answer here is kinda like, I, I, yeah, I think you're relatively yeah. normal. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's, uh, you know, that's not something that people encounter on a, a on a regular basis and it's kind of a curiosity. So I don't think it's so uh, saying if, if you're peeping, right. So wicked lops says, is it okay to peep at my neighbor? It's not yeah, okay, it's okay to, to take it to the levels. No. That, uh, we're, we're so discussing. where, where's the line? 
Like, <laughs> I think you've just explained the line, Jack. <laughs> just, I'm just what is so peeping is okay. Is yeah. staring, staring is okay. Mm, yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. not productive. I mean, for God's sake, uh, you know, I don't know. You might call okay. that leering, right? That would be right. Leering, right? I can't imagine that it's that gripping if somebody's lying there, just happens to be nude, like. You know, you probably get the full story in, in like a glance. You know, you have to sit there and That's stare. True. That's you know, true. Maybe they'll the... turn the page of their book and that'll be hot. You know what I mean? I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, know. I, I don't see the need to like make it a, a What if marathon. she's doing yoga? See, Jack's mine. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> places Jack mine's guy. Jack's mine. What if hey, she's gardening in the, in the dirty, dirty <laughs> ground? <laughs> the okay, so dirty, we got dirty we got a... gardener. <laughs> we got a we got an email uh this one and it, the title is called hammer hand at chili's <laughs> and it's it's super short it's uh is it inappropriate to masturbate in a public restroom huh. in a closed stall of course yes. i'm not an animal yes yes <laughs> it is oh my god <laughs> And, and, you, know, and, you know who the real victim in this question is, is Chili's, because not knowing <laughs> what Chili's nationwide that hammer hand frequents, you can bet your ass I've never got another fucking Chili's as long as I live. TGI Fridays, you're getting all my business now. And I don't think it's inappropriate. I mean, what do you know? Well, you don't know what goes on when the stall's closed. You it's don't not think like that's inappropriate? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, no. I, I like Moses. What what else is going on in there? You know what it's, I mean? You know, I'm kind of with Tim on this one. Oh, my oddly. God. Um, yeah, I mean, it's right. You're in the stall. Close. Not like, you know, isn't that it's at your private time. Yeah. Is that you're looking into the stall. Right. right? Which, I mean, which I, is okay. weird in itself. I, I mean, inappropriate. Maybe <laughs> talk that's to not, Wicked Lobster. Maybe that's not the right <laughs> word, but it, it's it's odd. You know, I, I, you know, I, I would say it's odd. Don't I mean, you I've have to be it, taken but. and to be kind of in a certain mood and be comfortable and, and want to be? And able that's to never happened to you at a Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe in an Outback, those blooming onions are damn good, and and they're and they're kind of you know like Georgia O'Keeffe erotic. You know what I mean? With those blooming onions open up. I'm not kidding. I'm never going to another Chili's as long as I. Live. <laughs> Hammerhand. I want Hammerhand to call in. That's uh, that's great. Uh, speaking of calling in, we do have a couple of voicemails here. Oh, boy. Hi. I am from Beverly Hills, California, and I'm calling for advice about a situation. I'm going through a divorce, and I'm currently living away from my home. The yeah. Asshole that I'm divorcing has moved a woman into the home. She's a Russian woman that does not have um, legal access to our state or our country. She's living in my home, and he is supporting her and plans to move her son here um, into my home. He has played hardball with the divorce, and so I'm just wondering what I can do to influence him to sign these papers quicker, thinking about maybe moving back in and getting this Russian out of my house. <laughs> Tell me what you think. Mm. 
Oh, I love it. Like, uh, this is right up our alley, right? So how do we get that Russian doll out of the house? Thinking of moving back in? I mean, unequivocally, that's a great idea. You know, <laughs> you should absolutely move back in. You know, it's just a question of what you do once you get in there. <laughs> that, that's the real question behind the question is, once you've moved back in, how do you proceed? And I could see a couple of interesting ways to influence the situation. I bet you do. Let's well, share. I mean, uh, you know, uh, have your Tinder date show up. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, or, or no, no, try to seduce the Russian chick. That's what I would do. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, Jack, I, I like I think it. Jack has opened up a whole new world to our listeners in terms of polyamory. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? Um, become a, become a competition with your, estranged husband for the affection yeah. of said russian doll you know what that's i mean right commiserate Steal her and then drop her yeah when he's at work commiserate commiserate with her you know what i mean uh that would probably be very effective i like you know? that is commiserate sex mm, i guess it could be i don't know <laughs> see jack uh, leveling up jack's leveling up as usual Sharing your sadness is, is what yeah. it is. So oh. I don't know if that's yeah. if that's the same thing you're talking about, but no, uh, no, well, maybe I guess. But yeah, no, I okay. think that does apply to Jack's situation. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Jack Jack does consider sex to be sharing his sadness. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the emotions he allows himself. Oh, oh, oh man, oh, there is some Jack. crying sometimes. No, I mean, it could be a very positive situation. I mean, look at Fleetwood Mac, you know, the Rumors album. That that came out of what it sounds to be a very similar situation of uh, some confusing uh, relationships all in a confined space. Maybe kind of create your own personal love triangle and, and invite the two other elements of the yeah. love triangle into that marital home as well. Or, even better, get uh, another man. And then move him back into the house with you. And then you got the whole foot. And I, by the way, she sounds hot. Um, I would be willing to, you know, if you <laughs> needed someone to play a part. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you, you bring him back into the house. And now you have this wonderful dynamic of all four of you. And I mean, who the fuck knows what could happen there, right? I mean, that yeah. sounds like a, a great fun television time, was else. made off of less, right? I mean, yeah, that's, yeah absolutely. Think about the uh, think about the drama that would ensue. I mean, the whole idea is to introduce chaos in right. this asshole's life, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Yep. I mean, that's it. That's right. Divorce is all about power. Tommy loving son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, bring some power. Like, just you know, um, you know, don't play it straight. Move that's two right. guys in. Yeah. That was oh my yeah. yeah create a love yeah. triangle no when i say love triangle i didn't mean oh th those three would be a love triangle i say bring a love triangle into the house oh, there you go yeah Move two there guys you in you know well start a cult start a cult yep. oh yeah in the house good. start a cult in the house absolutely there now we're really now we're talking that's not, not if a bad you move idea. in when you move in document it and call us back and let us know how well it went yeah yeah Please. I love it. Good luck to you, Beverly. Beverly Hills. So we had another voicemail from a listener. Here it is. Hey, I got a quick question for you guys. I'm 34 years old, and I recently went to a family reunion. And uh, I went to a family reunion. It was in New York. I live in Texas. Uh, I haven't seen the family for over 20 years. I got there. We had a good time. Everybody got drunk. My question to you is... 
Is it okay to have sex with your cousin if you've never met her before? <laughs> Think. Yeah, it's called the royal fucking family. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do it enough and they'll, they'll crown your ass. <laughs> the biggest mooches in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> I love how this caller, like, blood hasn't changed. It's just he hasn't seen them. He hasn't yeah. seen his cousin for 20 years. So somehow that makes it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distance and time. I think those two things <laughs> make make the unacceptable become acceptable absolutely yeah 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 so yeah the comedy texas <laughs> texas to, to 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 new york right and and then the fact that they haven't seen each other in in quite some time i just get drunk enough that you can pretend like it's not your cousin for the I night i mean it's it's not even illegal in some states and and and, and again it's oh, really? a yeah it's a well <laughs> do you know what states <laughs> it's a it's a well accepted cultural practices practice in most cultures. You know, I mean, I'm not joking. You know, royal families we're all inbred. You know what I mean? See? I mean, look look at like good point Prince Charles. Look at you know Prince William. Look at them. It's obviously they're inbred. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it. No. Nope. Uh, I forgot about uh, Greg's hatred of the British. All things Commonwealth. Yeah. I, it's been a while since we poked that bear. It's pretty yeah, funny. It's true. No, but it's true. You know, yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know that that's you know that's your goal necessarily. I would you know pull out. All right, there you go. Twenty years, I guess it's no problem. That guy didn't sound like he was from Texas, though. I'm just saying. It, it's true. Yeah, it's probably a metro metropolitan Texas, right? The, the New York Texan. Mm-hmm. So this one came in from KK Onion KK. KK KK Onion KK. <laughs> How can I get out of a situation where a female, I am male, hmm. wants to fight me continuously? I unfortunately cannot avoid her completely, and to add insult to injury, she can probably kick my ass. <laughs> I'm hoping I can count on you guys, because I got nothing. <laughs> so she wants to kick his ass, she can kick his ass, and he can't avoid her fine you start dating a tougher girl to protect you i was gonna say try to woo her but i actually like your idea better you, you guys remember i told the story on our previous podcast um about the time that i had to fight a girl you know i was in sixth grade oh remember uh, yeah remember i i was accused falsely <laughs> Of skating over the jacket sleeve of somebody after a skating session at my local roller skating rink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they started, this girl was like, you skated over my sister's jacket. I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, whoa. You know, I was a pretty shy kid. And I just skated outside because I had my own skates. So I was lucky. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, waiting for my mom to pick my friends and I up. I'm on my skates. They're in their shoes because they didn't have their own skates. You know, poor kids. And out comes this girl, like charging out of the skating ring. He's like, there he is. And he comes, just ran, made a run at me. And it was all I could do to like kind of grab on for dear life and put her in a headlock. (laughs) But then my skates came out from under me. We went down and we went down in a heap. You know, and my uh, my friends pulled me up just as my mom was pulling up. We all hopped in my mom's car and went and got ice cream. So, so it's uh, 
It's no joke. I know. It's a scary situation. <laughs> How old were you again? Oh, can you just grade. start? Can Close. you start the story at? My friends pulled me out from under her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom pulled up. We jumped in the car and got ice cream. Yeah, we got Get away. <laughs> did your mom even like? No, my, yeah, my friends anything? were like, Mrs. Greg, you know, how many times Greg's have mom, I told you about fighting girls? No, no, hell no. My mom was my mom was a good Irish mother. She loved her boys, and so uh, my friends were like, Greg just got into a fight with a girl, and my mom was like. Who? Where? I'm going to back. He's like, my mom wanted to go back and fight the girl for me. <laughs> she was so mad. She knew that I couldn't possibly be at fault. So yeah, I'd say find a tougher bitch to like to be your girlfriend. Yeah? <laughs> oh, I love it. Start yes. going to like Shit. female bodybuilding competitions. Become like a fanboy of like female bodybuilders. You know? <laughs> I, I would as a follow up. If I'd love to have some of our. Uh, our, our listeners right back in. I, I'd love to find out the details of why this girl wants to kill you or beat your ass. Because <laughs> right. if it's well-deserved, I mean, if you do a little self-reflection and you say to yourself, you know what? I get it. I get why she would want to kick my ass. Then you know what? Just take your fucking beating, punk. <laughs> I just, I love it. That's, there's nothing more needs to be done with this. This was Greg's, uh, there you go, KK, Onion KK. You got a special... Special reading from Greg there. Uh, so Snooty Scoop uh, asks us. <laughs> they're they're totally messing with us now. It's 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 a thing. I know it's a thing. I mean, how are these All silly the, names messing with us? There's no more numbers. Us, you know? yeah. I just right exactly. Yeah. There's only been a few numbers, and I I yeah, just didn't. True. I always like I have my one twitter handle my one instagram and i i just my kids have let me know like no you just you can just make up all kinds of shit it doesn't really matter <laughs> so snooty scoop wants to know i recently discovered my husband is into some crazy oh. porn nothing illegal or anything just well beyond my comfort zone i've heard you talking about porn in like every episode so far so is this something i should worry about should i say something do you think he needs more i'm sort of vanilla and don't see me ever getting into the stuff i saw i need a male point of view what's up guys so she doesn't specify jack what's short what's just short of a legal porn <laughs> um just short of illegal yeah <laughs> I mean, I like, mean, what what porn is illegal besides like child pornography? She said nothing illegal. She said nothing that's, I, illegal. I know, or but, that, but I, I need to I need to establish my mind. What is what is illegal porn? I mean, well, no, yeah, illegal is right. Yeah, yeah, kids and animals, kids, right? So kids and animals. So it's uh, not that snuff films, right? Murder. Oh, well, God, yeah, murder is illegal. Yeah, I guess. Maybe we're in the um, maybe we're in the fisting range. Maybe oh. or um, perhaps. Um, you know, uh, a, you know, group situation maybe yeah. for some people would be even above and beyond the norm. Um, she said vanilla, right? So yeah. Um, so there's a lot actually. Oh, pretty oh, much oh. everything. You almost have to. You have to type in vanilla oh. to get vanilla. <laughs> like, is that a special kink, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, everything else is above and beyond vanilla from so. page one. So it, oh, so it's like, really like. Oh yeah, like fisting or like uh, yep. like yep. human waste products, right? Foot oh, play. God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's oh, yeah. foot play doesn't yep. sound illegal. Scat. 
Right. Water sports. Um, oh, yeah. Scat. Yep. Yep. That's pretty. Our friends yeah, from yeah. Real Shit Fantasy. They, yeah. they really like that. I'm having scat. a flashback to like the talk my uh, dorm, uh, the, the resident assistant gave us all in our dorm room, like on a safe sex talk when I was a freshman in college. Water sports. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't sound like she's disgusted by mm-hmm. what she saw. She's just not personally comfortable with it doesn't see herself in any of the roles i guess of what she saw is the way i heard it she she just she says should i say something do you think he needs more i think that's the uh, crux of it so and i uh, go ahead greg so i'm sorry so i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that you know jack's probably been in this situation where <laughs> His tastes ran to the, shall we say, exotic side of things. That's a good word. And he had a less exotic um, partner. You know, so Jack, put yourself in this position, as difficult as that may be. You know, uh, and what advice would you offer? First of all, I try to keep my partners somewhat exotic, so I don't have to deal with this that much. But, yes, um, (laughs) there's nothing to worry about, no. Um, Is he, you know... Just because he's, you know, watching it doesn't mean he necessarily even wants to be a, a part of whatever it was you saw. Um, sometimes mm. it's just, you know, the the next step, the the stage above that that you know does something for you. It's it's porn, so uh, you know, it, it, trust me, everything that everyone has watched is not necessarily uh, something that they they need to be a, a a part of. So no, I would not worry about it too too much. Um, you know, maybe if anything, you know, try to uh get into it talk to it you know watch it with him maybe see what it is that he's you know interested in unless it's you know fucking scary and and you know if you're disgusted by it then just leave him alone and um you know reap the benefits i guess after i don't know oh <laughs> okay good All advice right, but that was that was yeah so I, th- I would say that's good advice right just <laughs> talk to him and maybe kind of watch it together i guess yeah. is what you were saying yeah mm-hmm. well there you go snooty scoop snooty scoop (laughs) snooty scoop i'm trying to think if there's any correlation between that obviously made up handle and the in the type of porn that her boyfriend likes (laughs) she was snooping around and yeah uh yeah because that's where not where my mind was going okay here's a little mini scary story to close it out this is by juan j ruiz I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone on my bed. Hmm. Like we said at the outset of this podcast, we are trying to grow this thing uh we're attracting listeners and it feels really good and so we want to encourage people to share our podcast to rate our podcast particularly if you follow us on itunes um there's a way to become a patreon subscriber you know that's a very small financial commitment but it goes a long way to helping us produce and continue to make available episodes um, and, and we would just appreciate the support. Um, uh, so many people have been kind enough to follow us on Twitter, to follow us on Instagram. 
look for bad counsel. We're easy to find. And we would genuinely appreciate your support, your feedback, and there's no greater compliment than to share us with people. You know, I've been uh, so touched uh, by people that I know who are without um, solicitation promoting us to their wider group of friends, uh, as well as the kindness, uh, as Blanche Dubois would say, of strangers who are listening and uh, enjoying what we do sufficiently to, to tell us that they're enjoying it or to, to share it and to encourage their followers to, to check it out. So support. Um, we can't do this without your support, whether it comes in the form of questions uh, or your fandom. We appreciate it. Greg is the only friend of mine, really the only person I know, that could uh, talk about reading Dracula and also quote Blanche Dubois in the same <laughs> episode. Like, and, and it makes perfect sense. Mm. <laughs> to somebody. I used, I used to go to, to the somebody. library every day. That's yeah, great. yeah. Public, public education. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, this was fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. 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 Happy Halloween. Be good, y'all. Are you, are you trick? Are there, I guess there will be trick or treaters in Florida, right? I, I hope. Yeah, I hope not. But uh, I mean, they're, open, right? they're pretty much doing everything in Florida. Yeah, yeah. well, not really... not your house. Who's gonna? Yeah. I mean, who's gonna come to your house? You'd probably be nobody. nervous. You're gonna knock on the door. My house, right? Yeah, yeah. nobody comes. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, if somebody <laughs> knocks on the door at my house on Halloween, it's a fucking Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Katie was good having you in the studio. Thank you. Happy yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, boys. We'll later, talk to you guys. Later. Feel Have better, fun. Jack. Thank you. Be good, y'all. What?